Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Welcome, Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment lovers. This week's show covers comedy, music, and stage. Later, we'll hear from actor Emily Wilson, who is in next week's Monstrous Little Theaters production of Independence. In the middle, we're going to be joined by Sonia Osteen from Sodak Music Magazine. Coming up in just a few minutes, Amy Mathis and Lindsay Madsen from Junior League of Sioux Falls as they'll talk about next week's last comic standing competition. Plus, we'll tell you who or what gets this week's honorable mention as well as choose another winner of pizza with a podcaster. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. You know the rules to the weekend eve toast. What you're drinking out of is probably dependent upon what you're putting into it. And that's gonna be dependent possibly upon time or situation. No matter what though, okay? We've had a really, really weird, long, extended vacation, extended and overextended their family stay winter. So, just to the possibility of spring this weekend for Easter and grilling. So lift them high and toast, clink those glasses, mugs, whatever. Clink them to spring. The Weekend Eve Toast is brought to you by The Sky in Tea. The Sky provides all caps FUN, F-U-N, and that is best had with FRIENDS. Put those in caps too, should you? Uh, have fun playing darts, shooting pool, listening to great live music from local musicians. Maybe you're going to have fun singing at karaoke or have fun testing your knowledge at trivia which, by the way, is tomorrow night, and the theme will be movies, movies, movies. Maybe you need some room to have a, a bigger party. You know, maybe it's a company party, you're going to have a benefit, something along that line. Whatever the need, the sky's big back room fits the bill. And no matter what's going on at the sky, it's local and it's lively. It's time to choose a lucky winner of Pizza with a Podcaster. Everyone that follows the Dave Holly Hour on Facebook or Instagram is automatically entered to win a free pizza from Sonny's Pizzeria. We pick a winner each week, and this week we say congratulations to Casey Kelderman. 
We'll be in touch with you, Casey, to get you all set up with some jowl-dropping, show-stopping, thin-crust pizza. Pizza with the Podcaster is brought to you by Sonny's Pizzeria, right across from USF at 26th and Waltz, and Sonny's at 81 on South Phillips. Check out the very fun and incredibly flavorful menu online, sonnyspizzeria.com. Honorable mention. Oh, this past week. <laughs> Last Saturday night, my love and I went to the Augustana University Theater Department's production of The Drowsy Chaperone. Oh, my goodness. What an absolutely enjoyable show. And a little bit campy and so forth, but just damn fun. And uh, everything. You know, what was cool was the majority of people that were in that production had a number or had, you know, a decent scene. Very few people just in ensemble, but those people did great, too. And what was wonderful about it was the choreography. Lisa Conlon, who has been on this show before, uh, choreographed it, and so much had to go into that. And they had tap dancing. They even had uh, one of the leads on roller skates. Just phenomenal. So uh, it, if you missed it, well, shame on you. But keep track of things next time around, all right? Hey, later in the show, actor Emily Wilson. In the middle, it'll be Sonia Osteen from South Dakota Music Magazine. Up next, Amy Mathis and Lindsay Madsen, organizers of the Junior League of Sioux Falls Last Comic Standing Competition on the Dave Holly Hour. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Day. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does, while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Arts and entertainment lovers, you hit the mark. It's the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. You know what I like to say right off the bat, but you know what's going to be a little different this time? Typically, we say, you know, that it's great to talk to Empire Arts and Entertainment. Yes, that part of this uh, conversation is going to be very true. But normally, we're talking to people that are actually doing the performing, the entertaining, etc. But occasionally we have to make sure we get in the administrative side of it. And yes, they are new guests to the Dave Holly Hour. From Junior League Sioux Falls, we have Amy Mathis. Hello, Amy. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank excellent, you. excellent. And also, Lindsay Madsen, how are you? I'm doing great, Dave. How are you? Oh, if I were any better, I'd be twins. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have you here, though, because in just eight days, it's going to be a laugh, hopefully a laugh a minute, Yeah. but uh, it's uh, also going to be a local or regional uh, comedian, 
although they pretty well like to be called comics all-inclusive, uh, that will be going home with 500 bucks. That's yes, right. that's right, because it's the Junior League Sioux Falls last comic standing event. It's taking place at the district. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, if you want a ticket, you better get one quick, right? That's right, Dave. Tickets are selling fast. You that's would want to go. always good. Yeah, you, you'd want to go to the district sf.com website to get your tickets today. They're $35 if you buy a single ticket. Uh, $60 if you buy a double or $250 for a table of eight. There we go. A lot of tables eight so far? Yeah. yeah. Good. We've been, we've been selling a lot great. of tables. Yeah, Everybody that's always a fun time. seems to want to sit together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about how this is going to play out throughout the night then. Sure. So the doors open at 6.30, so everybody can uh, start flooding in at 6.30. Uh, Blake Rave and the Unmentionables will be opening for the comedy show at 6, or uh, sorry, 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Blake Rave will be starting at 7 o'clock, and then the, the actual event, the show will start at 8 p.m. All right, so... People also have time to enjoy the district quite a bit, too, don't they? Yeah, Uh, looking forward to this. And why am I looking forward to it so much? Well, I happen to be your MC that night. That's right. (laughs) And I I truly am looking forward to it. Uh, You know, I I first got the inkling about this from one of the competitors. uh, But a long time ago, Chris Fryer had been on this show. And then he said, hey, would you be interested in doing this? And I said, boy, howdy. Uh, And then you two got in touch with me and it's like, okay, we're going forward on this. And it's it's been fun to see all the submissions, because despite the fact that I didn't have anything to do with the selection, um, I got the submissions first so I could take a peek at them and so forth and and, uh, get a good feel for everybody. And uh, Lindsay, I know that you happen to be a a friend of Chris's. uh, And uh, so when you saw stuff, uh, what were you thinking about? Here's my friend and he's a comic. How am I going to remain just neutral on this? Neutral and impartial. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm lucky to have seen a lot of these comics already Mm -hmm. a few times. And so I'm familiar with their material. I don't think that I have any problems remaining impartial at okay. this point, yeah. but they're all very talented and we're so excited that they're all coming. Right. And yeah. at this point, you know, you won't even vote because it's going to be celebrity judges. Correct. Yes. So, Amy, tell us who these celebrity judges are. Yes. So we have Ashley Thompson from Kelloland Living. Mm-hmm. We have Brian Allen from Dakota News Now, a journalist. We have... Uh, ben Davis and Patty D from 97.3. And then we have Logan Swanson from Good Times Entertainment. Oh, I, I you know, it's not a roast because uh, it's a competition. So I won't be roasting the comedians at all. But, you know, there's there's a. a oh, what's that? I did miss one. more. Oh, yes. I, I, did, I have one more. There, yeah. It's Mitchell Olson. He's our Survivor contestant. And also, South Dakota. yes, yeah. also the tallest man that's ever yeah. been in this house <laughs> oh, and seated right where you are. Gotcha. You might be the Fantastic. tallest woman that's been yeah. in here, though. <laughs> yes, I am tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a great group. Uh, and, you know, while it's a competition for the comics, I have to take a few shots at some of the judges. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, there's a, a lot. Uh, I'm not even going to let the dog out of the bag right now because I'm holding back and making sure that I've got it polished for that night. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, it's going to be broken up into two sections. You've got the five performing. Yes. Uh, and then the additional four after an intermission of which Blake, Rave, and the Unmentionals will be playing again, won't they? Yep. Yep. And a perfect opportunity to grab a drink for every drink purchased. One dollar will go towards the Junior League of Sioux Falls. Oh, so, we like that. Yep. Drink up. We're, yeah. we're looking forward to that piece. <laughs> All right. Uh, so tell us your roles with the uh, Junior League of Sioux Falls then. Um, so I've been with the Junior League of Sioux Falls for about three years. This year, I serve as the chair of the fundraising committee. So we have different committees mm -hmm. within the Junior League, and uh, Lindsay and I both serve on the, the fundraising committee. So. All right. And Lindsay, how long have you been involved? I've been involved with Junior League since last July, so I'm still very new. Right, so I don't they threw even you think I'm hopper. technically a member at this point. <laughs> I still have some things to complete. Well, so we'll still put you to work. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> like any uh, organization, always right. looking for volunteers, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yep. As a nonprofit, yep, we're all volunteers and uh, just doing the the best we can to. All right, serve the tell community. us what uh, Junior League provides then as a nonprofit. Sure. We um, we are a group of women and we serve the community by volunteering and fundraising to give back more or less to mm -hmm. the community. What types of things have you been giving back to? Um, the project that we are working on right now is for the Avera Kirby House. So Excellent. we've committed to um, a large dollar amount to contribute mm -hmm. to the Kirby House. Um, within the Kirby House, it's a room for children that we're building. Awesome. Yeah, um, and that it's just one project that we've uh, been focusing on uh, the last uh, year and the next couple. Uh, coming years, but we there's a variety of different things that that we also have done in the past and continue to do uh, throughout. Yeah, anytime that uh, any organization in Sioux Falls or the surrounding area even uh, always does such a great job, and I I recall it's been a few years, uh, but there was like a Dateline or a, a 2020 or something talking about giving, and they focused on Sioux Falls versus san francisco and per capita sioux falls just is over the top when it comes to giving and helping out organizations and that hopefully makes that fundraising job that the two of you have a little easier knowing that you know it is a good community for this have you found it to be that way then lindsay Absolutely. Um, I'm lucky to work for a nonprofit as my day job as well, and I'm in fundraising there, so it's <laughs> sort of a natural fit to be on this committee. We are part of such a generous community, and we are so grateful to have the donors that supported this event. Okay, and uh, so was there a fundraising goal for this particular event? Was there anything that you had in mind, or it's just like... We'll throw it out there and see what we get. A little bit of both. Uh -huh. um, we we uh, the district holds four hundred people, so the goal is to sell out. Yeah. Um, we also did have a sponsorship goal of uh, five thousand dollars. So mm -hmm. we do have um, a number of sponsorships that have contributed to the event as well. Oh, that's it hasn't been finalized yet, but we've been making good headway on that piece. Yeah, and you still you got a weekly. 
Yep. There's a week left. We do. Yep. A few of the ones that have uh, that have sponsored so far. We have Relia Bank. Um, we have Carrier Net. We have uh, uh, South Dakota Trust Company, and we have Woods uh, Law Firm as well. Well, so you're on the right track. You're already headed down there, and uh, I have the feeling that that train's going to pull in to the station next Friday night, and it's going to give a big woo woo. And <laughs> and I think more than woo woo, I think there's going to be a lot of laughter uh, because I too have uh, seen a great deal of uh, these people, uh, even you know funded a few of them at some shows and so forth before. Uh, but uh, what's interesting is uh, some of the people that I hadn't seen. Uh, and to get to see not only a different comic, but a different comedic style, too. And I think that's what the people that go there, not just for the fundraising, uh, not just to benefit Junior League, but also want to see some really great comedy, are going to be excited because it's going to be different types. And even when it uh, does come down to people being similar in type, they all have different bits that they do. And uh, really looking forward to that being showcased. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a tough job for the judges. You sent me uh, the judges' criteria, so I have a little bit about the knowledge for what they're going to have to go through that night. Yeah. Yeah, and there's some tough there's stuff. Some pressure. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, I, I guess what I was uh, very happy to see was the detail in it. And, you know, how many, you know, there's certain categories, but there's a lot of subcategories within that. Now, do they actually have a judge's sheet with a, a total marking for each category? Yes, they do. So the judges uh, will be holding up a rating, a score of one through 10, and that's going to be based on four different criteria professionalism, mm -hmm. uh, you know, how do they uh, feel comfortable on stage? Right. Are they stuttering? Are they, you know, what are they doing on stage? Help me out, Lindsay. Sure, I know there's got, a couple more that I'm yeah. not thinking of. We've got of. <laughs> audience reaction. So obviously Always the, a big part. the more laughter, the better. Uh, originality. So yeah. obviously coming in with things that are original. Don't be telling the same joke 800 times. Right. Yeah. Yes. And then the overall score will just be for the performance overall. Just how they kind of had a feeling for it then. Huh? So yep. one through 10 on yep. each of the categories? Correct. Wow. So and then it would be an average. Be, it would be an average and of those we, We're four. talking, you know, one was first place in terms of the they're scoring everybody or they're just scoring everybody one through 10. They're not ranking them. Right. So okay. let's say, Got it. Yep, yep. All right. Let's say they give ten for originality and a six for stage professionalism gotcha. and yeah. a six for audience reaction and then a ten overall. The average of that would be an eight. So that's what they right. would hold okay. up on their paddle. Gotcha, board. gotcha, gotcha. See, I was thinking uh, because the following week I have to judge a speech contest. Oh. And that's where you do rank them. <laughs> sure. And yeah. so I was getting two things confused busy schedule this month no doubt about it but so looking forward to this again it's coming up friday april 14th at the district doors open at 6 30 uh, and then they're going to have what will be available for people to do up until the magic starts at eight o'clock with all the comics 
Uh, well, just to enjoy the band, yeah. Blank, Blake Rave right. and the Unmentionables, starting at 7 p.m., uh, grabbing a drink, socializing, enjoying the atmosphere of the district. It's always a great place yeah. to to go and hang out with friends and enjoy the night. And they serve Jack Daniels. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that firsthand somehow. <laughs> All right. So, again, 35 bucks they can get the tickets at uh the i want to say district dis- is it the district sf the district the sf, district SF. At dot com dot com excellent yep. and uh, we're looking for a packed house it's going to help out a great organization to help out many other great organizations in town that's the best part about it and guess what you're going to laugh too <laughs> And not just at what I wear. All right. (laughs) Junior League Sioux Falls, Amy Mathis and Lindsay Madsen. Thank you both so much for taking some time to be on the show. And tell us about uh, the great event that we have coming up. Certainly appreciate your time. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Dave. And we'll be back with more in just a moment. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does while supplying high quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at Excel Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or exochiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. Excel Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. Support the Dave Holly Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup in the lower left corner of www.davehollyhour.com. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you know I have to say it, don't you? It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. I know lately we've had a lot of new guests on. Well, here's a return of a great guest, Sonia Osteen from South Dakota Music Magazine, but it's really more Sodak Music Magazine if you go online, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Great to have you back. You know, the last time we just talked about you, photography, uh, you know, all the things that you're involved in going out to, uh, you know, comic or uh, Supercon and, and all that. And then all of a sudden in that last minute of our conversation, <laughs> you drop this little bit about, well, I'm going to be starting a magazine called Sodak Music Magazine. <laughs> um, how's that going? <laughs> well, um, it's going really, really well. Um, man, I, I was just thinking about it today. Like, it's not even been six months since I officially launched it. Uh-huh. And it has just, it has grown so much in that short amount of time. Like... 
it's like you know when the universe is like telling you like you're mm-hmm. doing the right thing yeah like that's how i've been feeling lately like i just i'm not one that just automatically will have a smile on my face but lately i'll be like walking down the street and i'll notice that i'm smiling <laughs> um so that's kind of weird yeah but... <laughs> what a great feeling though huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all right so first of all let's go back for those that uh, missed the last time around and since we really didn't get into it what made you decide you wanted to do this so like we talked about the last time like i started doing photography again uh mm-hmm. full time and got in um with the collective efforts union doing shows um shooting shows for them and i just was blown away by all the talent that is just in sioux falls and started googling and there's there was no music magazine no one helping promote these people and I just thought, well, (laughs) I'm a photographer. I'm a former journalist. I know how to do a website if I have to. Like, you know, why not? Why not me? So that's kind of what happened. So when you jumped into it, what type of trepidation did you have? I, uh, so it was one of those things where I will overthink everything and I and I know that about myself and so if I (laughs) if I would have really like made myself stop and think instead of just like stepping into it Mm -hmm. I probably still wouldn't have launched it to this day like I probably would have been like trying to like hire people and do this and that you have to make that leap don't you yeah Yeah. like sometimes you just have to have to go and I just didn't think about how big it could actually be Okay, so give us an idea of what you thought it would be and where it is now. I didn't. I guess I just. It's weird. I just didn't. I didn't really think about it. I just wanted to tell stories. Uh huh. And but, do what you love, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like, yeah. I mean, like, obviously not making any money because you know we're artists. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, it's like okay. So I I need to find a way to do this, and I yeah I just. I had people start reaching out to me like, hey, I like, do you need a writer? I can help you write. Like, do you want photography? I can help you do photography. And being a creative my whole life, I got super annoyed having people tell me that they couldn't pay me for stuff mm. or like, I can pay you with a byline. It's like, no, that's, right, yeah. I got to pay my rent, man. Like yeah. that doesn't, that doesn't help me, you know? Well, and, well don't you, well, don't you just want to do it for exposure? Oh my God. It's like, well, yeah, I can, I can get exposure on my own. Thanks. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't. How did you find out about me anyway? I don't need yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, so I, I was just very adamant about not actually like taking any people on unless I could pay them Mm -hmm. but as it started growing and like more people started learning about it I was like okay I cannot do this all by myself and so I kind of had to give in to the help which is not something that I do at all just even in life I don't give in to the help (laughs) so you mentioned you know being a creative Mm -hmm. and you know not making much money but but also by being a creative and all of a sudden, it's, it's your baby of the photography and the writing. And now other people are wanting to do that for you. Is there a little bit of you that goes, ah, they're taking away my steam? Um, You know, I thought I would have that because I'm very, uh, I like my things, you know. I, I don't like people touching my stuff. Like if you talk to my <laughs> husband, if he moves anything in the house, I'm like, where did you put my stuff? Like I'll freak out. And so, so yeah, like I thought that I was going to have more of an issue with that, but it's really, it's nice seeing other people excited about something that I made, you know, and 
and I, I mean, it didn't really take much. So like, you know, that it Sioux Falls and South Dakota, like we just needed something. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I even have like, you know, people from out in the hills and stuff like following me now, like they're learning about it. And like, so it's, it's, I think it's going to be big. It's going to be statewide, like, which is, which is what I wanted to do, but I didn't think it would happen this quickly. So, (laughs) well, that's fantastic. I I love hearing success stories like that. And, uh, you know, obviously you, you still are at the point growing Mm -hmm. how far you're going to grow, you know, who's, who knows what will take place. Yeah. But in the meantime, tell us about how you've grown with the staff then. Yeah, so um, over the summer, last summer, I think I was, I don't know if it was at Four Winds, it was at something at Icon. And it's, I didn't really think about it until she pointed out to me, her name's Brooke Hamilton Nichols. Mm-hmm. She is a, um, she's another music photographer in town. And she pointed out that there's not a lot of female like music photographers and True. i just that's not something that i ever think about when i go into something i just don't like i'm just like i'm doing wasn't my- necessarily a niche of yours no yeah. like i mean it was like back in the day but it was just like i just want to do this now like uh-huh. this is what i'm doing now and i don't think about the male female whatever um it's just become too much like that i just don't like i can do this i'm a girl but i can do this it doesn't matter right right um but anyway she she came up to me and introduced herself and she was like hey i never see any other women like working these like we're gonna be friends it was basically like how it <laughs> like went com- camaraderie <laughs> sisterhood of <laughs> photographers yeah huh? yeah and then we just started seeing each other and like saying hi and it just she actually didn't know like i hadn't told anybody i was very quiet about starting the magazine it was like a very like i didn't let anybody know that i was behind it right away uh-huh. necessarily and like she found me on instagram and she sent a message to the magazine saying like hey if you ever need help blah, blah 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 and i wrote back knowing that it was her and i didn't tell her that it was me <laughs> and then i was like hey yeah i can't pay people right now so i'm gonna wait on that like just you know was trying to keep it low-key and then i think i saw her out one time and she's like i didn't know that it was you why didn't you say something <laughs> <laughs> so you were going to be uh, a stealth on this then. <laughs> kind of i well because it's like you know i'm not I I feel like the Midwest is kind of weird about outsiders. And so, like, I've only lived here like three and a half years. And yeah, but sometimes being the outsider also means you're an expert. Exactly. So, so I was wear a sport coat and carry a briefcase, (laughs) be from more than 60 miles away, and and they'll pay you for anything. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, it just, you know, and having grown up in the Midwest too, like, I know how people are with like outsiders trying to come in and do something. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. And so, what are they doing? Like, who do they think they are coming in here? <laughs> and like, and I totally was just like, oh, I don't, I don't know. So I was like trying to keep it like on the DL right away. Yeah. But, um, but as soon as people found out that it was me and after they'd seen me at the shows, they're like, are you serious? Like, why didn't you tell people that you were doing this? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause I'm scared about it being really big. And that seems so stupid that I'm scared of it being successful, but like, you know, you know, it's a lot of work, yeah. you know. In, in the meantime, as you talk about Brooke, I've seen a lot of her work, yeah. uh, been around and yeah. been in some of her work. Yeah, she's uh, so I, I know that it's a uh, good stuff. But uh, I also know that you're a great photographer uh, on your own. That's why we had you on yeah. the last time <laughs> just to talk about that. And uh, I guess I hope that uh, we will get to see all of your photography al- along with Brooks. Uh, and then uh, you also have a new writer. 
Yeah, yeah. His name's uh, Grant Wenzel, and he was one. I had put something, I think, on one of my story, like at the end of the stories, like saying, "Hey, like, hey, if you want to um, work with us or contribute or whatever, like, send us an email." And he found that and sent me an email and was like, "Hey, I was," because he had, um, he was in the anthology, "The City of Hustle." Like he wrote, mm-hmm. he wrote yeah, a, chapter a chapter or something, or yeah. something in that. And so, like, I checked out. I checked out the book and like I'd heard of the book, but I hadn't like read it or anything. And I checked it out and I was like, okay. And then I like, ch- he had, he sent me like some links to his writing and I was like, sure, you know, yeah. like I'll take the help. And like, he knows musicians around town and he's, you know, he knows a lot of people. So right. in I, fact, isn't he a musician too? He is. Yeah. 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 So I mean, like he, he got us a great uh, work of wolf story a few weeks ago. So he's friends with those guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like we we've gotten really lucky. He's got one coming up with uh, Brady. Is it Reed? Brady Reed. Reed. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was Reed. Or he's Reed. been on this show. Yeah. Three or four times. So he's right? got he's got he interviewed him not too long ago. I had yeah. something come with him. Um, he's got a lot of great like historical ideas about stuff. So I'm like very excited to read those once he starts getting into those so yeah and from what i've seen in terms of his music he does get around uh, a little bit bigger radius in the state than most mm-hmm. people do so yeah as you're sitting there looking at going west river and getting statewide yeah. out in the hills yeah. etc uh yeah. that's that's obviously going to pay off in in spades yeah so i think like you know for not wanting <laughs> to have the help <laughs> i think i got pretty lucky with these two so like i brooke i named my creative director because mm-hmm. she's very she's very much she she wanted to try to do writing but realized that's why she's a photographer so like she's gonna be the creative go director. with the strengths yeah yep and then uh right now grant's like our like editor writer at large yeah. type so and then what about your husband what does he do for the show um he's just sort of the backup i guess uh-huh. like uh he's like our multimedia guy like he'll okay. go and shoot video so that we can have like video and uh and that kind of thing or if you know brooke or i can't make it he'll go and he'll shoot shows for me so yeah and now we need to let people know how to get this Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it's not just your you go to a, a newsstand and pick it up. No, no, no. It's, it's the electronic age, people. It is the electronic age. Yeah, printing is expensive, you know. So <laughs> that's why newspapers died. Like, yeah. Like, look at this town. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so... 208,000 people in <laughs> five pages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's really sad. Like, I got so excited when I got into newspapers and then realized that they were dying yeah. even 20 years ago. So um, anyway, the website is sodakmusic.com. All right. So and straight across Sodak Music, yep. no dashes, no, no dashes. anything along that. Okay. Nope. Yeah. So that's easy to remember. Yep. Uh, but what about uh, Facebook presence, Instagram, et cetera? Yep. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And I, if you just probably search Sodak Music, you'll find it. But um, Instagram is Sodak Music Mag. And... Then Facebook, you can just go in the search bar and right. search. What has been the most exciting part of putting this together? We heard a little bit of the fear part of doing it. <laughs> well, it's the fear part is the exciting part, though. Like true, being seeing it become successful right. so quickly, like that. I. I have ventured into many things, many little projects in my life, and this is the first time that I feel like this is something that 
I was really like meant to do, if that makes sense. Well, definitely. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like me in a podcast. Right. You know? Right. I, I think of all the things that I've struggled with and not made it as each one always being the, oh, this is going to be it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then, then it also depends on how you define success. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the podcast itself does not make much money. Sure. Uh, because it pays for the website and it pays for uh, the place where it gets hosted and posted. Uh, beyond that, though, it's helped me with all my other entertainment stuff right. make some money. So, you know, and uh, just the fact that, uh, you know, there's over 12,000 downloads on this show now. That's great. And I think we're up to about 260 separate people that i've interviewed and so it's just you know you have to define it in in your own way what about you what are you uh you know because talking about that is it the smile walking down the street that uh is your success i i think it's just the the people that i get to meet and the people that like i get to tell their story where like Mm -hmm. their story might not have been told without me you know like Everybody has a story, whatever it is. True. And so, like, what I tell the staff now is, like, I don't want to know necessarily about the music. I want to know about them as people. Right. Like, and so what? usually whenever I sit down with someone, like, I, I interviewed uh, James First Gen last week, and I sat down and I said, so tell me your story. And he just sat there and he was like, don't you have questions? So I was like, of course I have yeah. questions. <laughs> But I'm like, just like, who are you? Tell me your story. And he like, he got very like, kind of, I don't want to say intimidated. He wasn't like intimidated, mm-hmm. but he was just like, oh. Taken aback. <laughs> yeah. 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 He was great. Like, and then I was like, okay, well, tell me how you got into music. And then, you know, went from there. So when do we get to read about his story then? Um, It'll be a few weeks. So um, we're publishing. I, originally, I was doing it like the old fashioned way where I'm like, we're going to publish this day and mm-hmm. like try to do it traditional to keep myself on task and now it's kind of on demand so it'll be like kind of whenever i get get it done (laughs) (laughs) that's always a good thing to have it finished to get a product out yeah and don't know about that and um he'll be we're a sponsor for the four winds music fest saw that you know just uh came out uh, today yeah and so he's he'll be performing there and so we're going to use that kind of as like a preview for the show as well as like telling telling his story too so all right well so we have that to look forward to and that's going to be a a great fest yeah Uh, three days if i'm not mistaken right that the icon two yeah yeah well it's gonna be an icon oh yeah two places Uh, three three i missed one full circle book co-op and club david okay so it's gonna be yeah so it's three venues and four stages that's great i think almost 60 performers yeah and then like 30 local artists for the art show yeah yeah that's right you know the art show Mm -hmm. that comes along with it too yeah and uh will you be getting uh into that as well in terms of the art besides just the music (sighs) like personally or just talking to people uh just talking to people and and so forth you know obviously you've got a festival Mm -hmm. it's going to be a part of that story yeah yeah i mean obviously because it's part of the festival um but yeah like i yeah it just sort of happened i was interviewing Corey church and i just it just sort of 
I became a sponsor during the interview, kind of. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's one of those things that I didn't really think a lot about it. I just was like, I was like, yeah, cool, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've become a sponsor of a lot of things this past year. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, I do want to know one question in terms of uh, you, because one of the things I loved in your photography was your photography of musicians, the stage and so forth, and the way you captured it. Uh, and as someone that grew up wanting to be a photographer, the jealousy that I had of that, but by the same token, the incredible respect for it. It's like, wow, that is good stuff. <laughs> so have you, from the people that you've photographed in the past, have you talked to some of them now? And do the photographs pull out that story? You know, yeah, so like for um so pray for villains, do you know that? Mm -hmm. Jorel, yeah. Um I always tell people like I'll I'll say like the other day I was telling someone like we have this incredible metal scene in town and they're like we do and I was like, "Oh yeah." And then I'll start telling them about different bands and stuff. And they're like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, they're the nicest people I have ever met," which is not I mean, I didn't think they'd be mean or anything, but like, right. it's just, they're like just sweethearts because I think they get all their anger out on stage <laughs> and then they're just like super smiley and like, you know, they're just, I, I mean, it th that was not what I was expecting. Right. Yeah. 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 Just, especially like Pray for Villains lead singer Jor-El is like so he's got a presence yeah, on he's, stage he's out there and then to yeah. talk to him when he's not on stage and he's just like hey what's up like you know <laughs> so to what extent will it be in terms of the music are you just going to be focusing in on the musicians or are you going to be uh talking to techs uh board ops you're going to be talking to bar owners yeah. uh, etc yeah it's kind of everything related to music yeah so like Today, for example, I actually interviewed uh, Total Drag. Um, oh, perfect. For their upcoming record store day. Yeah. So, yeah, they have an upcoming record store day, April 22nd. Uh, <laughs> and, and there's great coffee next to it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, and so, like, talk to them about how they got started and how it's grown. And, um, yeah, and, like, they're super cool people and... Yeah, and I'm planning to, like, I'd really like to talk to people at um, the Phoenix in Harrisburg. In Harrisburg, yeah. Yep, and, like, you know, a bunch of other places. And I'm <laughs> trying to get something lined up with, like, Dada, the owners of Dada, because they own Dada, Club David, and Parker's. Right? Parker's, yeah. Yep, so. uh, you know, speaking of uh, the Phoenix, went down there, no, I think it was three years ago already, on a, a Sunday night to uh, catch some of our friends doing some comedy there. Okay, and it's in the back room, and uh, if you hadn't been to the Phoenix before, you will be blown away, possibly by the air that comes out of the speakers. <laughs> uh, so we go to that back room, and it's like, holy crap, it's wall to wall, and it's huge, yeah. uh, but it sounds good, yeah. and the whole works, and it's just incredible. And prior to the uh, comedians coming in, here's this group that is... Uh, just jamming away on a Sunday at about five o'clock. And so afterward, when they're finished, I went up and introduced myself thinking, man, I got to know the name of this band. I want to talk to somebody about this. It's not a band. 
just a bunch of guys. They get together on a Sunday afternoon and jam. That's and awesome. They See, were, like, that's a story that yes, I Yes, it is. It's yeah. just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I was curious as to, you know, how far uh, it was going to go in terms of the scope of music. Like, I mean, honestly, like, I... I figured I would start with the bands, the musicians mm-hmm. themselves, and then see what happens, you know? And yeah, I mean, my my journalist mind has really like started coming back in a big way. And so like, it's just spiraling. Like uh-huh. everything is spiraling in my head <laughs> to all the, all the stories we could do. And I have to, I have to sit back and just say, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a musician? Um, I sang in the show choir in high school um i did grow up playing piano um and when the pandemic started my husband bought me a keyboard to because i was in the house for like two months straight bought me a keyboard and i i kind of got back into it there's this funny video of me that just popped up the other day of like it was like week three in quarantine i think (laughs) of me playing like i don't remember what i was playing chopsticks no well probably (laughs) but but I messed up on it and I went, oh, and that was exactly how I did it. That's how I was when I was a kid. And last year when I, or whatever, three years ago when I posted it, my my best friend growing up, she's like, oh my God, it's like being in your living room <laughs> growing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I still will sing karaoke once in a while, but yeah. There like... we go. <laughs> There's another angle. I know. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it'll be Saturday night when I'll be out down at Rowena. <laughs> Go see Crazy Frank. Uh, so uh, where did you grow up then? Because you talked about, you know, being an outsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I grew up in this really, really tiny town called Sheldon, Wisconsin. Mm. About, th- I think when I was there, the, the sign said 298 or 296 and the last time i was there i think it said like 250 something oh so you're going down yeah yeah yeah. so um yeah it was so um i grew up partially there partially in the twin cities so we moved to sheldon when i was like eight like fifth grade so and then i was there through like my junior year of high school yeah so so growing up in a, a small town especially what was the music scene like what what did you get? What did you did? How far did you have to go if you wanted to see something? Honestly, like now I'm trying. I don't think there were I there were any bands. I mean, there wouldn't have been a venue. Uh-huh. There was like so no local VFW or anything. That... I mean, not in not in my town. Like there was like a bar. It was called the North Star Bar that we could like basically see from my house like i lived like kind of on the edge of town like Uh in town but like there was this bar that you could see like going out on the highway and whenever there was like a band there or a wedding it was super loud like we could (laughs) we could hear everything and i always wanted to go but like it i couldn't go you know because i was a kid right so like like i did not grow up with any like all ages stuff or um seeing local bands like that like there were really talented musicians in my high school and like they would jam together but like to put a band together there were like there was nowhere to play mm, right. you know so how did it uh, become such a passion for you to uh, photograph and write about music <sighs> my parents <laughs> <laughs> my parents have a lot to do with it like um so they I found the really good record collection once I was like a little bit older. Like, so 
I don't I don't know that I talked about this last time. My, my mom had Alzheimer's um, mm. and she died when I was 17. So like once she, she was like, you know, it was I was probably like 13 maybe when she was diagnosed. So then like during like 13 to 17, I was like digging through the attic, looking at different things, found the really good record collection. Like she had me listening to freaking Donny Osmond's Puppy Love. Right. <laughs> and I was like and she's like, oh, your sister listened to this because I have my siblings are much older than uh-huh. me. And I was like, I don't like it, mom. Like I don't I had that. I had like the chipmunks something christmas christmas something. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and like um my they were very into like gospel music like they were they were very church going and like all of that so and, tennessee or any ford um did they have any of him well we had a lot of johnny cash Johnny Cash. Okay. um we had willie nelson yeah. my dad didn't like willie nelson i'm like how do you not like willie nelson i don't know <laughs> he just had weird opinions he was a big um jim reeves fan you know okay. jim reeves yeah yeah um, so like I grew up with like this this gospel country, like that was kind of what I was born into. And then I got a clock radio when I was like eight, and then I started discovering there was other music <laughs> out there. And the then, world. <laughs> and then when I was a teenager, I found the good record collection. She had like Jimi Hendrix and Bob Dylan. And, oh my! Like and that was in the attic. Yes. Oh. It was like Shame. we had there was like I thought all the records we had were at the record player like, you know, mm-hmm. and it was a freestanding record mm-hmm. player. One of those old ones. Oh, the big console that, that was a piece of furniture. Yeah. And you yeah. had the records inside of yep. it. Oh, I loved that thing. I was so sad that it didn't work anymore. Um, I would have taken it. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, Jimi Hendrix, Bob Dylan, who else? Um, Super Tramp. Like she had all this stuff. And I was like. You were holding out on me. Like, <laughs> how dare you hold out on me? <laughs> like, you were cool. <laughs> that, I have this image of a great Saturday Night Live sketch coming to mind now. But, you know, you we could have been friends, Mom. <laughs> we totally you were friends. cool. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I still thought she was pretty cool, but like, but like, it made her even cool. I was like, I didn't know you listened to this stuff. <laughs> All right. So when you're not part of the world now of entertainment and arts, what do you like to be entertained by? I watch a lot of Seinfeld reruns. Like, <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately, too. That's I never like... really watched it when it was on. I So I did. like So I had a friend because I was... Um, being in a small town like you get involved in every extracurricular activity so Mm -hmm. like i didn't like well and i guess that makes sense now because i still don't like being bored so i get involved in too many things and then you know sometimes it blows up but (laughs) (laughs) um but i had a friend who would like record like the thursday night tv blog so it was like friends and seinfeld and whatever else was on yeah and so I would like she'd give me the tape on Fridays and then I'd watch it over the weekend. So like I I got my Seinfeld education like while it was on TV. But like as a as an adult, like rewatching it, it's still it's so much funnier than I remember. Yeah, there are a few of those shows that yeah. when you catch them again, it's like, wow. Yeah. It's like I'm a, a big fan of the, the TV show Taxi. Oh, God. And, yeah. uh, you know, I always loved uh the Reverend Jim. Oh, <laughs> Alex, what does a yellow luck mean? And I always oh. thought that that was one of the greatest characters. But I've rewatched the entire series like three times now. Really? 
And now I'm like, Danny DeVito Danny was DeVito. amazing. The character yes. buildup he had for Louis De Palma. Yes, was I, fantastic. I loved that show. I yeah, I I know I'm I'm younger, but I my parents being older, like <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like I'll ask people, I'm like, did you ever hear of this? Like even my husband, he's only a couple years younger than me, but like. I'll say blah, 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 blah. And I'll like have like a, give him a history lesson about something. Right. And he's like, how do you even know that? And I was like, because of my parents, like, well, you know, they grew up in like the fifties and sixties. So like, that's what they taught me. You yeah. Know? And, and you were talking about your siblings being older. Yep, yep. Same for me. I have two. My uh, sister is 12 years older. My brother is nine years older. Uh, but I remember when my brother got his first stereo. And uh, before that, it was just, you know, we had the little uh, player and so forth, which got me to hear the Beatles uh, because my sister loved the Beatles. And then my brother was all over the map. Uh, Perry Como to yeah. and he got a DeVita by Iron Butterfly. <laughs> I think I have a Perry Como record, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I worked in old uh, MOR radio for many years, so I played a lot of Perry Como. <laughs> uh, but it's just, you know, interesting that you get that. And then the other thing is... Uh, you know, when I was in high school in jazz band, you know, another thing we have in common here, um, in that regard, our band leader, our, our band director taught us, you know, about past history of music. Yeah. I just don't think there's much, um, you know, I guess music and arts and entertainment in general, mm -hmm. history that's uh, being taught. Yeah. You know, because... I didn't grow up listening right. to Glenn Miller, right? but I sure loved playing him in jazz band and still yeah. listen now. Well, yeah, and like even over like the holidays, like I worked in retail working with, you know, teenagers yeah. mostly, and I would say bring up something and and it's not even from that long ago necessarily, but like before they were old enough to know about yeah. it. And they're like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I would turn it into this like, well, back in my day, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even have the internet. <laughs> and I'll be like, did you know I didn't get on email until my freshman year of college? And their eyes just got so big. Like, yeah. but I just it's it's so weird to me that I don't know. I guess maybe I'm into history, but also just growing up the way I right. did. I it it yeah, blows they, me they away miss out that on that uh, cultural history. Yeah, yeah, it just it blows me away that kids now don't don't have that. I I don't know. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, because everything can be made by a computer now. Yeah, for, yeah. yeah. All right. So then, the uh, final question, of course, uh, after the entertainment part, is any other hobbies? Um, I mean, I do dabble in art. Like I've kind of. Uh, so like I, I I think I told you on the last show like I I quit my job last mm -hmm. summer to to focus on my photography and art and this was before I had conceived the magazine so now I'm kind of like I'm magazine all the way and not really dabbling in my art as much but um I do still paint once in a while but like honestly like I mostly I'm working on the magazine or at my pay the bills job yeah. <laughs> or uh, like yeah watching doesn't doesn't leave much more time for watching a, and then like 
then I'm like zoning out watching, you know, Seinfeld. <laughs> I still remember years ago, a, a gentleman that was uh, retired and was part of the RSVP mm. here in town, a retired senior volunteer program. And they were giving a workshop on being a small business owner. And uh, a young gal that was going to start her own business. Oh, I just can't wait to. I only have to work half a day if I want. And he said, you're right. When you own your own, bus- your own business, you can choose which 12 hours of the day you want to put into it. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, like last night I was up to like 4.30. Oh, working on, working on the magazine. Yep. Yeah. And then I had to be at Total Drag by 11 and I almost overslept. <laughs> <laughs> like that's, if, if you ever catch me on one of those days, that's the real me. So like this is why I look like a hobo today. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you look fine <laughs> because you're smiling because you're successful with your magazine online. All right. One more time. Tell everybody how they can view this. Uh, so, yeah, go uh, to SodakMusic.com or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Excellent. Look forward to seeing more because I threw a few bones your way today beforehand to tell, you who, to tell you who you could be interviewing. Well, you <laughs> and, did. You did. And I appreciate that. And I just I want to go back to your question about like how I got into music uh-huh. because I think this is really important um so my mom had alzheimer's and right. music was the was the thing that would keep her on the good kind days. yeah kind of kept her with us yeah and that's kind of that's always stuck with me and i just i feel like music has such an impact just no matter what kind of music it is like yep. somebody hears a lyric that they relate to or um you know, my mom, here's an old hymn. Like, I mean, she she couldn't, you know, get herself dressed, but she would hear someone playing a hymn and she could not only sing it, but harmonize with the people yeah. doing it. Like, and it, and it just like like that that always sticks with me and mm-hmm. like that's kind of how i've always kind of been obsessed with music. understand yeah what a great story see there's your story <laughs> all right so neostine from sodak music magazine thank you so much appreciate you coming in and being on the show yeah thank you and we'll be back with more of the dave holly hour in just a moment check out the new ceramic studio in sioux falls Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street, TJS Ceramics. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails. Call for an appointment. 605-334-1463. He's a bit flirtatious, but most of all, fun. Once again, here's Dave Hawley. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, 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 yeah, you know, it's got to be said that it's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. And it is always a pleasure to have this lady on the show because, well, we've got a little secret to tell you a little bit later on anyway. Mm-hmm. Emily Wilson. Hi. How are you? Fantastic. How are you, Dave? If I were any better, I'd be twins. Ah. I could get twice as much done. <laughs> I, 
I could use a either triplet. that or I'd be I twice as lazy. One of the two. Yeah, <laughs> true. Triplicate. That would be yeah. awesome, wouldn't it? Be like that uh, Michael Keaton show that he was in, wasn't it? Multiplicity or something? Yeah, where he he got himself cloned several times, and each I'm, one was different. That was cool okay. about it. Yeah, um, I'm not the person for movie trivia that we would have to reference, Mr. Wilson. Okay, yeah, so. all right. Uh, so, anywho, I wish. Uh, you, I and wish by I the had way, a brain for that, but yeah, and and by the way, uh, you truly are uh, Julia Roberts's Sioux Falls doppelganger. Thank you. Well, I, yeah, it's meant as a compliment. It yes, a compliment. it is. It yeah. is. It's kind of like to be compared to. And, and especially since you have played that role. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but to uh, go, uh, Shelby, yeah. But uh, speaking of your acting, uh, next week you are in a show with Monstrous Little Theater Company, and it is called Independence. And I just found out tonight, uh, prior to our talking, that uh, it's about. Independence, Iowa. It, yes. Set in Independence, Set Iowa. Set in Independence, Set in Iowa. Indi which is a real town. True. Uh, side note, my grandma grew up close to there. And really? And went there, yeah. I visited her a couple of weeks ago. She goes, oh, yes, I've been there. I remember, and she would talk a little bit about it. Uh -huh. And I was like, well, that's kind of really fun that grandma's actually been there, and she grew up close to there, and talked about it and remem rem reminisced about it which, mm -hmm. is, which is really nice because grandma's 96 now so oh very cool yeah, yeah. so anyway we can get back to you know there's later. there's yeah <laughs> but there's always so much to learn from the agent there you really know is. There, it's, uh, i know a, a good friend of mine wants to actually sit down with people and record their histories for their family then yeah. and i think that would just be so great you know i, I wish that i had done that with my father uh, but, you know, I still have the, the great memories and lots of stories. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yes. speaking of theater. So yes. Independence is going to be performed next week. Next weekend. Uh, dates and times. Uh, April 13, 14, 15, 7.30. Okay, so that's, a, thir that's a Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday yeah. at the Schulte Room at the Washington Pavilion. Yes, uh, not where it was originally scheduled yes, for. Yes, we have decided to it to mm -hmm. make it accessible to all because there was not True. access at uh unfortunately at our previous location so part of the big theme of independence is having independence mm -hmm. and since um we want to make sure that all people can attend the show uh we found a space that is wheelchair accessible and easier to access and maneuver through than our previous space so so let's talk about the the play first of all what's it about and then we'll get into your character okay so independence is the story of a family of all women. There is the mom, Evelyn, and then there's my character, Kess, and then there's her little sister, Joe, and her little sister, Sherry. And at the beginning of the play, Kess walks in and we find out something happened to Joe. And then it's like, this is why I brought you back, Kess, because several years ago, Kess put mom into a mental health institute mm. and then okay. peaced out. So, and here we are four years later, seeing and interacting with each other for the first time since that event. And so it is about the dynamics of the family, the relationship of the family, how they interact with each other, the past they haven't resolved, the future that they have not counted on, you know, and trying to fix that family past to make the future look better and how we're kind of in our way. But then each of the 
the, the daughters is on the path of finding her own independence from the family subset, which is also something that the previous generation is like, that's no. So it's, it's the story of this family. And it's, I mean, it is a roller coaster from the get go. So it is, you know, that the, my, my co-stars, Sarah Crosby, Betty Kay, and Greta Smith are phenomenal. Right. So much fun to work with. So much fun to work against. Their characters are hysterical they're maddening they're crazy they're i mean you feel all the emotions of dealing with different family members and it is intense and it's just everybody has their little backstory everybody has their history everybody has like why we have these ebbs and flows with each other and just how families can manipulate you how they can make you change who you are make you kind of question who you are yourself so it's it's quite the story and i hope everyone comes and sees it because i have a feeling we can all relate to it in True. some capacity yeah. just from the uh, description you just gave certainly <laughs> <laughs> whether um, we want to or not <laughs> exactly and uh, so tell us about your character then as the oldest daughter Yes. Uh, so Kess is a professor and she is very much the character who has struck out to become her own independent person. Um, she has needed to do this for her own well-being and also because she had the push and drive to change the course of her life rather than repeating the history of the women that have come before her. And so for her to come back, she is challenged by her mom because mm -hmm. this is what happens sometimes when you get back into your home environment your your parent wants to revert you back to the previous relationship you had with them and so it kind of pushes Kessa back to who she may have been in the past and then things happen where she has to break out of that again so she is um very much the character who wants to fix things but also doesn't know how to do it because she's been out of the family for four years so she's just learning her place back in the family so she has a lot to contend with and there's other things in there that i will not reveal so you have to come to the <laughs> no show spoilers. yeah and find out about kess is kess the role that you auditioned for it is okay yes what drew you to it uh I would say Kess and I would have a lot of differences and a lot of similarities. Also, age appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um is very much a person who has um, lived her life and has created her space in the world where she has made sense out of the chaos she came from. And also being the firstborn, she's definitely the person who fits into that role of I am the firstborn. I'm going to come in here. This is what I am in the family. I got to do X, Y, and Z. And that's that. And as the middle child, I'm much more like the peacemaker. And I am definitely more the free spirit <laughs> and sort of things like that. So it's it's very different for me to play an older child who has to also parent younger siblings so it's just one of those things where it's like she's 
more in this box and I'm more over here living my squiggly world line. So, but did you also... draw upon your own family for that then? Um, my older brother might be a little bit of an influence, <laughs> but I can say that because he probably won't listen to this. So. <laughs> I, and also, I would say Kes has a very dark sense of humor to her, which also I feel I have as well. So mm-hmm. I, I really do like her dark sense of humor and the things that she is interested in, how she relates to her sisters and just kind of you know, trying to put herself back in this role of oldest sister inviting who she is because you know her younger sister was 15 when she left she comes back she's now 19 you know stay with her her middle sister you know just the changes that happen between all that growth of 15 and 19 and everything her younger sister went through so it's just it's very fun to just learn like nope i'm coming in as i am here and it's like okay i'm shifting back into my role in this family so this is the role that you auditioned for. Mm-hmm. It uh, you just told us why, uh, but what do you hope people get out of your performance as Cass? Ooh, Dave and the hard hitting questions. I get one in per conversation. <laughs> you really That's do. It. <laughs> um, what I hope they get out of it is that you can maintain your sense of identity as who you are as an adult. Because uh, I feel it is very easy for us to be pigeonholed back into who we once were because we spend all this time and then we become independent of our families. We learn who we are. We learn where we are as a professional, as a partner, as a friend, as a person who interacts in this world. And then we get back into these old environments and we very much want to revert back to that. So... I'm hoping that you see that there's like a softness and a tenderness to her that she really does care about these people because it very much comes off, well, you've left and you did this and that. But also it's a form of self-preservation for Kess. And I think we've all also had to go through these phases where we have to do what it takes to preserve ourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually, however you want to look at it. And so understanding that also... It's not a bad thing. It's also a thing we have to do to become who we are. And also like trying to help others see who you are as this independent person, but also realizing that sometimes salvaging some things is really painful and really hard. And we all go through these challenges as who we are in our families and where we we move about in that world. Mm-hmm. How do you get into character? Do you have any rituals you do before you go out on stage or anything that, Um, uh, you know, helps you find that character once again, because you've, you've had rehearsals and then you had to go back to your day job and everything else and family (laughs) and so forth. Now it's time to go out on stage. What, what motivates you and, and how do you get there? Well, I'm probably one of those people who likes to do a lot of weird vocal warm-ups, as theater people tend to do, and just kind of give myself a moment of quiet and peace to get into mm-hmm. that headspace and review my lines and remember, like, what's coming next? How do I get there? What's happening? And just get into that headspace and then maybe do a few of the exasperated sighs that um, my older brother might do. 
as an oldest child that exasperated yeah. size you know <laughs> so find the the exasperation of the moment especially with this this character oh, so awesome. so yeah. yeah there's my my motivation <laughs> what do you think you bring to a character God, you said one hard question. Oh, sometimes I hit them out of the park. Uh, what do two I... for two today. Yeah. Ooh, Dave. Fire. Um, <laughs> what do I bring? I feel... I bring um, my previous experience um, being a scene partner who listens. I'm also real big on eye contact and making sure that I maintain that through the scene, even when it's really uncomfortable, because I feel like that connection on stage is what really melds performance. Um, and so just that, that doing my work outside of it too, learning my lines, figuring out my character, um, and all the things that, that makes your character distinct. Um, and also just being willing to come to rehearsal, willing to work, willing to listen, willing to play, and having relationships with the people I'm on stage with. So I feel like that's what I bring, along with some fun and a little silliness. What was the point that you said, boy, I really want to act? Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I saw- No such thing on this show. <laughs> I saw Cats the Musical mm -hmm. when I was in kindergarten. Kindergarten? Yes. Wow. I know. And then I was kindergarten like, Cats. That'll be your autobiography. I know. And then <laughs> I went home. Okay. I'm going to age myself a little. Uh, my mom bought the record. Mm-hmm. And we would put the record on. And I put on a leotard and paint my face with cat whiskers. Oh, and I had wow. to dance and do it. And then I was like, that's it. I'm hooked. I have to do theater. And any little opportunity I had in my little town, I did, you know, school plays community theater plays right. high school plays i was just like that's it i'm doing it i'm inserting myself i'm in i gotta act i gotta i gotta perform like this i gotta be a cat you know yeah, yeah. i'll be a cat but by god just don't ask me to sing <laughs> do not ask me to sing <laughs> um, you will need earplugs for this <laughs> uh but we're going to do karaoke sometime. Oh, we'll, we'll get you to do karaoke because it, it's a requirement. I might have yeah. to have a few jacks with you for that. Okay. Well, that can be had too. Uh, all right. We're going to switch gears. Okay. Uh, and then we'll come back at the end just to give the uh, the time frames okay. and the uh, dates, uh, et cetera, for independence. But uh, in the meantime, uh, you happen to be one of the stars of Improv Falls. You just had another great show, and basically you guys are doing a, about a show a month now, yep. aren't you? Yep. And it's uh, fantastic to watch. Uh, and uh, are they going to continue to be at uh, the Icon? For right now, yes. Through the rest of our 2022-2023 season, mm -hmm. uh, we will be at the Icon. So our April and May shows will be there. We will have our next show April 28th, and we're going to have a quick turnaround for May 19th. Oh, May 19th. Yes. That helps me decide something on my calendar, okay, too. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, as of right now, yes. And then I will start booking our 23-24 season after that. And uh, we'll see where the winds take us. Well, the, the neat thing is the fact that it's not just your monthly show that you guys are doing. Uh, you've been able to go out and do some other gigs and yes. some other towns and so forth. So, yeah. people are getting to know that uh, fairly well, aren't they? Yeah, it's... So uh, we just had a show down in Hartley, Iowa, and they were amazing. Here's to Hartley, Iowa. <laughs> and um, we 
were found by this very, very kind man named Nick. And he started following us on Facebook. Just I think we popped up in his feed and he started following us and he'd been following us for like a year and a half. And then they had this big fundraiser for their um, event center down in Hartley. And he's like, let's bring these guys down for entertainment. And so they did. So hopefully we were help help them raise funds for their event center and their, their place for their kids to have places to play places to hold events all these sorts of things and i just thought that was so cool that he's like i've been following you on facebook and we wanted to hire you which is so so neat and we've we've had other people come to our shows and then reach out i was at your show do you do private events yeah absolutely so we perform for like pork producers we perform Mm -hmm. for other ag businesses we've gone out to almost as far as aberdeen we've performed down in iowa at orange city and their their band shelter we performed down in sioux city wow sioux in city. sioux county you even performed we were, we were, comedy yes. oh my they were they did laugh oh good we did okay. get them to laugh. they sat real far away but yes. they did laugh <laughs> um let's see we we uh we've been down to vermilion we've been yankton so we we'll travel we will come to you so and and bill sets up all of that mm-hmm. contract negotiation all that sort of stuff well to the, have the us great travel. thing about that is uh, when you do those private shows you've got so many more things you can ask for for suggestions for your games and so forth yes. yeah so yeah, yeah we really do tailor it to the experience of right. the event where we are performing so it is so much more fun for the audience member to you oh. know just to experience that that's excellent yeah yeah okay so that's improv yes uh, but uh, what about, you know, stand-up? There are these people in my life, um, mm-hmm. maybe named Dave Holly, who are strong-arming <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Into doing stand-up. And I think I've I've done a few leaps of faith and I've tried uh-huh. it. And it still makes me very nervous. But I'm, I am um, 99% sure I am committing to a, a date in june with you and the wonderful zach Trish. yeah yeah that's fantastic yeah. because uh, uh zach had asked me uh just last week he said hey how about uh friday june 23rd would you be willing to headline or not headline but to feature because he's going to be the headline yeah. i said oh absolutely although i'm sure the language when i responded on uh the message was a little bit more colorful oh probably yeah, yeah. uh and he came back oh that's great and so forth and then uh he said, and I'm asking Emily to open. And it's like, oh, definitely I'm in then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that should be a, a heck of a good time. Oh, it's yeah. at Boss's Comedy Club and Tea. Yeah. 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 So you can have pizza too if you'd like. Yeah. I will say, I will say, since I'm so used to doing improv and just making up everything as I mm-hmm. go, and then the actual craft of writing and perfecting a joke is right. something yes well and and you know there there's three uh, uh different types of things you know there people that tell jokes mm-hmm. uh uh and then you've got your improv people mm-hmm. and then when you do stand-up it becomes bits yes and and that's different and i don't think people appreciate that enough because they will tell somebody oh man you do great you tell jokes all the time you should do this uh, and if that's all you're doing, uh, it's going to be tough to adjust. It, it's a different world, no mm-hmm. doubt about that. But mm-hmm. uh, I've I've heard some of your stuff before. Uh, some of it's good. Yeah. Some of oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, you do great, <laughs> especially when you roasted everybody one night. 
at Zach's birthday party uh, over a year and a half ago now. Uh, that was uh, quite well done. <laughs> well, well crafted, I should say. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And diabetes won that one, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then the last time that we worked together, yeah. uh, you had to see uh, you were... But when a guy that looks like Santa Claus <laughs> asks you to do something... <laughs> That's right. You say yes because you don't want to be on the naughty list. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so now it's going to be a, a third time. Yes. That we will get to work together, and yes. I'm looking forward to that. A very, uh, huge, huge, hugely. But that kind of leads us into one other thing that I'm really yeah. looking forward to working with you on. Drum roll. The new co-host and co-producer of Vaudies. Modern day vaudeville is Emily Wilson. I'll clap for myself. Yes. <laughs> well, I'd definitely clap for you because Yay. you're just fantastic. And Thank you. uh, so it's, uh, we're going to be moving on and doing some new things. And uh, the first show that we're going to mm -hmm. have is coming up the first Saturday of June. Mm -hmm. And it'll be a fundraiser for Mighty Course and Art Players. Yes. And looking forward to that. And we're going to hopefully, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers already. We would love to have that be an outdoor show. Yes. And if need be, then we move it inside. But the reason we would really like to have an outdoor show is there are some particular variety acts that uh, need a little bit taller ceiling. Yes. And so we figured we'd give them the sky if, if they could give us a great act. So uh, that's where we are right now. But I'm, I'm so looking forward to having you as the new co-host and co-producer. Um, and then uh, we're going to turn right around mm -hmm. and on 7-7, seven, seven, yep. uh, the location TBD, TBD. at this point, uh, but uh, we're going to have another show mm -hmm. uh, and some of the fine ladies from our broadcast theater Yay. in town uh, will be joining us on that because they're going to have a show coming up after that and they just a, a little promo scene out of it and so forth. But for those that are unaware, uh, Vaudis is, as I said, modern-day vaudeville. And, you know, that we've had uh, in the past, we've, we've had magicians, we've had uh, singer-songwriters, uh, we've had uh, comedians. And what we really want to do is keep adding to that variety part. So mm -hmm. if you happen to be a variety act, mm -hmm. uh, get in contact with us. In yes. fact... We have a new website coming out. It's uh, it's in its early progressions right now um, because we just got some local work done, etc. Um, but uh, there is an official thevaudies.com. Yes. So remember the in front of it. And Vaudies is V-A-U-D-I-E-S. So thevaudies.com. And you can email Miss Emily mm -hmm. info at thevaudies.com. That's and right. uh, she will respond to you if you'd like to perform, even if you're one of the regular type acts that we've had in the past. But uh, also, you know, especially if you got something variety, I'll, I'll tell you what we're looking for. And, uh, you know, one reason we want to do the outdoor show is we're looking at getting uh, some of the uh, people from Circa Perform uh, to perform for us. Uh, also, it would be great if you're a yo-yo act or a juggler or something along that line i also know there's some fire acts out there, there which are. would be oh yes and a, a dear friend that i used to work with is it one so i think we'll have to do some sweet talking 
Yeah. Um, yeah. We were in Duluth a couple weekends ago, and the they did a big fundraising event at the place where we were staying, and the end of the night event were baton fire twirler dancers. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is so cool. Sioux Falls needs this, so it's even cooler that yes. we actually have it. We do. Yes. It's here. We just need to have a space for it. Yes. That has a ceiling <laughs> higher than eight foot. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it, it's on the uh, march. We're going to be uh, getting things ready here soon. Uh, and uh, really, first of all, looking forward to seeing you out at uh, Mighty Corson Art Players mm-hmm. at the uh, Corson Theater there uh, and fundraising for them. Yes. Uh, and then everything back beyond that is going to be golden as well. And uh, I am so happy that uh, you agreed to, to be the new partner in this venture. And uh, really looking forward to working with you yeah. because the, the times that I've uh, worked with you in the past have all been uh, incredibly great. And uh, I've just been such an admirer of yours from the first time that I saw you do a cartwheel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're uh, having me wear certain dresses or that's part of my costuming, there there will be no cartwheels. Okay. We'll just leave that. That's understandable. The jeans and t-shirt. Okay. (laughs) I was younger, though, when I did that cartwheel. And I'm like, can I still? Oh, not that much. Well, I mean, I'm like, can I still do one? Yeah, just because you hit a particular decade number. Right, right. Yeah. It's also and just been remember, a I'm a couple decades beyond. <laughs> it's also been a minute since I've done it. Maybe I'm like, it's like <laughs> I'm the kind of person like, oh, when I get outside, I think I'm going to do a cartwheel just to see if I can. Yeah. And whether that I should, but just yeah. because I can. And, and, and have the cell phone ready just in case, 911? Right. Okay. Right. I mean, this is this is, this is is why we wonder why. It's, uh, because she. But we love Emily. I wish she is. <laughs> yeah. She's fun. Fun. Gregarious. Yes. What other words would you use to describe uh, yourself? Busy. Uh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, gosh. You know, in, when they say in interviews, describe yourself, I'm like, oh, gosh. Um, okay. Yes. Gregarious. Energetic. Outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lively. Yeah. All the words. Yeah. Like, yes. Yes. All the things like, yes. I'm a, they all fit. I'm a lover of life. I'm a lover of doing things. I'm a lover of trying new things. I... Yeah, I I'm a full on Sagittarius middle kid who wants to do it all. Yes, Sagittarius. Yes. So exactly two weeks before me. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm just that kind of person, and I'm ex- like I just I'm really excited for for bodies and seeing you know d- different types of artwork and performance out there, and just seeing what else our community has to offer, mm-hmm. and bringing that to the forefront and giving them a space to shine and share the stage with them, and and just you know other ways we can help the art community grow because um, you have great visions you have great great ideas and well, let's visions just... come after the jack daniels <laughs> 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 but it's I'm just... not until it's legal <laughs> <laughs> i'm just very excited to see what what we can do with it yeah and other other acts that have um that are out there and bringing them to the forefront and and having that happen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Final two questions okay. of which you have answered before, but uh, you know, life changes. And so, question number one might end up answering question number two. Okay. But when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Well, I have um, these very, very, very spirited children. I have. Um, an eight-year-old who is so witty and so funny. 
Uh, side note. Takes after mom. He he might be even funnier. No. Oh. He uh, we made him watch Lord of the Rings the other night. Uh-huh. Finally, finally talked him into it, and he he started watching. He's like, "Wow, this is really good. I didn't, I didn't." this is really good this is so intense i love this and this is a kid who's like nothing nothing you know nothing's funny or scary or whatever oh yeah so the next morning because he's into that cool age of eight uh, well he's a he's a tough cookie he uh his brother comes home from a sleepover and he's like you need to watch lord of the rings with me it's so good and my older kid is like i don't want to i don't think it looks good and he goes look I didn't think it was going to be good either. I thought it was just a documentary about rings. <laughs> but it's so much better. And I'm like, a documentary about rings? Where did you hear this? He's like, I didn't. It's what I really thought it was about. Like, so he is. So, yes, my two kids are very lovely and very busy. They do scouts. Um I have a kiddo in band, Mm -hmm. so he's middle school band, so not super, super time intensive, but fingers crossed that he sticks with it because I just would like him to see him stick with it. And um, my my younger one is also in scouts and he is going to be playing baseball this summer. Excellent. And he finally did a school musical. Oh. And he really liked it. And I have been trying, 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 along with one of his little buddies who does DAPA to get him into DAPA. Yeah. So that's my my goal there. Um, and then also um, my beloved husband uh, and I have been hitting the gym, turning in a couple of gym rats, which has been Ooh. really, really fun. And I hopefully I'll be running again because it's been mm-hmm. too icy. So I do that. And are you planning on the uh, half marathon again? I have made a decision. I am not really because I'll tell you later. Okay. Okay. Uh, but I will be doing a fall event out in Vermont. So wow. Yeah. Excellent. Good for you. I, like, I just want to go. So yeah. Go so you pretty well answered uh, question number two of any other hobbies. Yeah, well, yeah, running, lifting, yeah. children, um, laundry. what a hobby (laughs) it's the one we do so yeah so that's that's that all right emily wilson from so many different things again independence is coming up next week april 13 14 15 at 7 30 p.m at the washington pavilion schulte room all right. Yes. And uh, get your tickets uh, at uh, the Wash Pav? At actually monstrouslittletheater.com. Monstrouslittletheater.com. All right. Theater yes. with an E-R or an R-E? R-E. R-E. All right. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Looking forward to seeing you. We're going to be there on opening night. Yay! Yes. All right. And, uh, of course, an improv uh, fall show coming up. April 28th. April 28th. Icon. Wow. And then... Uh, May 19th. M- Oh. For, for improv. Yeah. For improv, yeah. Yep. And then uh, June. June for bodies. For bodies. And July, July for bodies. June 23rd. In the meantime, you're 99% certain that you're going to be I doing some stand-up. Got to start writing. All right. <laughs> It'll be great regardless. All right. Emily, thank you as thank always you. for being on the show. Appreciate it. And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. 
He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. -S -S -E or call 605-929-0964. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks again to my great guests, Amy Mathis and Lindsay Madsen, Sonia Osteen, and Emily Wilson. And of course, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Now we'll over 13,000 of them. Thanks for sharing, following on social media, and your overall support of this show. If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Automatically gets you entered for Pizza with a Podcaster. And for all 174 episodes now, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique, the Sky in Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.